0: People who've had a creepy feeling about someone come true. What happened? Not me, but my cousin. She was on an overnight Greyhound bus, and a man got on, and many of the seats were full. He walked towards the open seat next to her and looked as if he was going to sit there, and my cousin says, You can't sit here. Usually a very open and friendly person, she kind of thought to herself, Wow, I really came off as a B-word there. But she had a bad feeling about him so the man finds another seat and my cousin falls asleep. A little while later, she wakes up to the bus pulled over to the side of the road and the police cars outside. The police came onto the bus and arrest the man who wanted to sit with my cousin. He had found another woman to sit with and had attempted the unspeakable act on her. How strange. I'm pretty sure that get the frick away from that person is a basic survival instinct. It's whether or not you're listening to it or not. Thank God your cousin did and is okay. My ex-boyfriend's dad had always given me the creeps. Nothing in particular, just a really bad vibe. Broke up with that ex about eight years ago. I saw in the paper recently his dad got arrested for the unspeakable act. The girl told her mum when she was 13. She had been one of his victims since she was five. Fricking horrifying. Back when I was in high school, some new kid joined. Only really interacted with him on the football field, but he really rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not a small guy, I'm big enough to fend for myself, so while he creeped me out, I wasn't really scared of him. I should have been, but ego gets in the way when you're a teenager. All of a sudden, he tries to injure me in discreet ways while playing football, like stamping on my ankle, tripping me up while none of us had the ball, nobody was looking, etc. After a couple more incidents, he stepped it up, a lot. He ended up stabbing me in the face while I was reading a book. We don't know if he meant to murder me or seriously maim me, but he punched me three times with a sharpened key in his fists. Two of the blows got deflected by my glasses, which left a giant mark on the lenses and where my temple was. Sometimes you feel off about someone, but they don't look like they can really threaten you too much, but in reality, they can and they will. In college, I worked at a bar and they brought in this new bouncer. From the second I met him, I immediately felt like there was something seriously wrong with him. His smile and eye contact were too intense. I told a co-worker that the guy gave me the creeps and she told me she thought he was cute and nice and didn't get where I was coming from. A quick Google search pulled up his mugshot and articles about how he was watching his college roommate's dog one weekend and horribly attacked and maimed it. He burnt this poor dog and poured bleach on her. She thankfully survived and he was arrested. The article talked about how he was laughing at the police arresting him, saying he knows he won't get in any trouble. He was fired and told to never come back once management found out. Oofed probably doubly saved in that he got fired before he abused his power. Bouncers have a lot of sway around the intoxicated clientele they serve, and it could have got really ugly. Not me, but my mum. My sister was going to visit her friend out of state, so her friend's friend offered to drive her there. He drove a few hours to get to our house and was noticeably tired when we arrived, so my sister suggested he just sleep on the couch, and they'll go in the morning. The entire night, my mum's going in and out of our rooms saying that there's something off about the guy, that she really doesn't like him but can't figure out why. She actually quietly went out the side door and wrote down his license plate at one point. The next morning, my sister's in his car for maybe 30 minutes before she feels sick and asks him to just take her home, which he does, much to my mother's delight. About six months later, my mum's looking at her feed when she sees a familiar face and calls my sister and I over and yells, I told you something was off about him. Turns out that about a year earlier, he had murdered his ex girlfriend, and that his friend, who helped him bury her body, finally decided to tell the cops not because he developed a conscience, but because he was mad at him for stealing his toaster. In conclusion, my mum thought House Guest was creepy. House Guest turns out to be a murderous toaster thief. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't want to implicate myself as an accessory after the fact, but steal my kitchen appliances and it's game on. Pro life tip Never steal a toaster from the guy who helped you bury your murder victim's body. There was a guy interested in dating my mum years ago. She wasn't interested, something seemed off. He was also interested in dating two of her other friends. All three had young daughters. Shortly after this, we moved away and he started dating one of the friends. They stayed with us at a weekend music festival and the girl wanted to stay in the trailer that our family had rented, so we let her. I'll always be grateful we did because it kept her away from that creep. We found out he was abusing her shortly before we'd heard that he'd died in a car accident. Good riddance. Guys like that are the main reason I have no interest in dating right now. My daughter is 11 and I'm okay with being single for a few more years. I prefer that to unknowingly bringing a monster into the house. Honestly, having two stepdads who were awful to me, I thank you. I'm not a single mother, but I wish mine would have been okay with just the two of us for a while because I always felt like she needed a man around and chose two scumbags, one who she knew since she was 16. My brother is nine, and I tell her that if she wants to get married again, I can take my brother to live with me, and I will be single. Met this guy on a night out. He was new to the area and friends with my friend's brother. He came across as nice and friendly, but then he started being a bit strange, like he kept rubbing my back and touching my legs. We all went back to my friend's house, and I was pretty drunk, but this guy kept trying to get me to leave with him without seeing anyone. I told everyone something was weird about him, Turns out he'd been charged with doing the unspeakable act against a 10-year-old and that's why he'd left his previous city. He'd crept on a 13-year-old a few weeks before he met me and the police found out he was in possession of a lot of adult material containing children. My mum and I were in a cafe and she had her handbag down by her feet. This couple comes in and sits at the table behind us, and he attracted my attention because he kept poking his girlfriend, telling her how to sit, and just, the hairs on my neck went up. I hate that controlling bullcrap. So he's in my periphery, and this guy won't sit still when my mum says, hey, where's my bag? She finds it a second later, moved and open. She reached in to get her purse and said, my card is gone. So the couple behind had stood and were walking at speed toward the door. I didn't even hesitate. Stop that man! Because I figured I could apologize later if I was wrong. One of the waitresses was right by the door and she followed him out the door, at which point the guy dropped my mum's card, mumbled something about having found it, and then ran for it. I guess if he hadn't been such a butt to his girlfriend, I probably wouldn't have noticed. He was a friend of mine, nicest guy you could ever meet. He would go out of his way to do things for people. Something about him always gave me the slightest weird feeling, though. We messaged at least once a day, and then all of a sudden, I didn't hear from him for two weeks. Turns out he was busted in a Craigslist sting for soliciting a minor for more adult acts. Hey, I don't know if anyone will see this, but around middle school I started getting creeped out by my father. He wouldn't even do anything you could point to and say, That, right there, that's it. But you just got the feeling he was like a spider, watching and waiting, something lurking and dangerous. He began running a group called Scam the Scammers, where they'd make scammers do ridiculous things. It was all in good fun, because they deserved it. Humiliating, sometimes painful things. Teachers wouldn't call home to discuss anything we did, positive or negative. There were notes in my file to only discuss things with my mother, no matter what. He started becoming obsessed with conspiracy theories. Obama was a Kenyan Muslim. My mother was cheating on him with a woman and three men, all sorts of things. You got the feeling something was wearing my father as a skin suit. That's the best way I can describe it. Turns out he has an inoperable brain tumor. He's permanently changed my father is alive, but he's no longer my dad. Oof. I mean, I'm all for some lightweight scammer scamming if it doesn't hurt people, but yeah, this case it was just the act of a deeply unwell man. This is tragic. Went to school with this guy since about fourth grade. He was a bully and made sure I knew that I wasn't liked, as he used an old doll and named it after me and beat it up with his friends. He always had a weird, creepy vibe, which got worse in high school. He and his friends were actually a lot nicer to me in high school, but I stayed away as much as I could as he made me uncomfortable. About a year after we graduated, he was arrested for following an underage girl and for grabbing her near her school when she was on lunch break. His friends have since cut off contact. Not sure what's happened to him, but he always creeped me out. When I was trying to get my mental health back on track, I went to see this psychiatrist who just gave me a super creepy vibe the minute I saw him, but was such a good psychiatrist, I decided to ignore it. My gut feeling was correct when about four to five months into seeing him, he was arrested for having 10,000 plus unsolicited photos of patients' feet or them sitting on his couch that I've sat on. It sucks opening up to someone so much and having something like this happen, especially in his line of work. I had a doctor do the same. Different specialty, different kinds of pics, am currently awaiting trial. I know how you feel. It's so much more heinous to use a position of trust to gain access to people just to take advantage of them. Got a bad vibe from the dad across the street when I was a kid. Military guy who always seemed to be on a power trip. His oldest son and I went to the same school and would occasionally carpool. One day it was his dad's turn to drive us. His son stayed home sick, but he offered to drive me all the same. Thankfully, it wasn't a long ride, but the entire time he talked about his beat-up Camaro. Definitely creeped me out. Fast forward a couple of years, his wife threw him out one morning. Turns out he'd been beating the crap out of her for a while. One morning while hitting her again, he stepped on their one-year-old baby who was crawling on the floor and broke the kid's arm. Never saw him again after that. It's like my worst nightmare to step on a baby or even a cat or dog. Or close a door by accident on a cat sneaking through behind you like they do. I was just thinking yesterday that stuff like this must happen fairly often even from good people that just make one wrong step. You could easily kill a kid, cat or dog by slipping and falling wrong on them. The world is too dangerous. Time to go back to bed. I worked in fast food restaurants from 14 to 16. The lovely old couple sold it to a younger couple and I got the creeps around the husband from day one. Tried to ignore it, just got on with work, but the first time we were working, just the two of us, he followed me into a walk-in freezer and grabbed me. I learned to pay attention to my radar after that. There was this guy that one of my friends at church was dating at the time. I really just felt something dark when I was around him. They eventually married, but divorced later on. It turns out that feeling was because this guy is a legit serial killer. Initially, he confessed to, I think, three murders. The police now believe he's responsible for at least 10 within 200 miles of our small town. There was a kid who always weirded me out in school. Nothing major, but he looked at girls too long and never when they looked at him. When I was in eighth grade, he told my girlfriend that he wondered what she tasted like and wanted to touch her skin. I threatened him if he didn't leave her be. I saw his name on an indecent offender registry last year when I was helping my mum search for property details. Guy in high school always gave me the creeps, but I could never figure out why. Six months later, they find a rifle in his locker at school, and that it called in bomb threats. This was before any of the school shootings happened in the US, so at the time, I didn't really think that much of it. Now, it totally freaks me out. I just looked him up, and there's an entire Reddit thread about him. He's now a white supremacist and a possible murderer. A dude couch-surfing at my son's apartment had a very twitchy vibe like an addict hurting for a fix. I asked my son, oh no, he hates substances. He just has like arthritis or something. He borrowed my son's car, got his fix, crashed the car. Said he got carjacked. We reported the car stolen. Two days later, he OD'd in my son's apartment. My son found him and the EMS guys saved him. My son realized he had issues and started looking for Medicaid rehab space. Dude OD'd again on the couch. EMS saved him again. Narcan is magic. We went to the hospital, told him he could not come back, and to text my son where he wanted his stuff dropped off. We dropped it off at his grandma's house. Well, this fellow was clearly in need of serious help. Wish there was more to say about stories like this, but it's just sad, isn't it? Addiction is an illness. When I was 19, I worked at a local restaurant. I loved working there, but I ended up quitting because of some d-bag that was hired. He was in his mid-thirties and gave every girl in the restaurant the absolute creepiest vibes. He was constantly saying inappropriate stuff about his past and was just a butthole to people in general. I hated working with him because he creeped me out and was also just mean. I started trading shifts to get away from him. One day a night shift manager was fired and our boss put creepy guy in a temporary manager position. I immediately went to our boss and told him I was uncomfortable with the idea and explained how creepy he was. My boss leveled with me and said the D-bag had no actual manager power and was just temporary until he found someone else. He was just there to run shifts. My boss arranged it so my schedule never crossed over with the creep. One day, a co-worker of mine got sick and I was asked to cover her shift. I get there, and creep is managing. I thought I could deal with one night, but a friend of mine called the store sobbing. She had tried to call my cell around a hundred times, but it was in my purse. She was crying hysterically and told me she'd been a victim of the unspeakable act and didn't know what to do or where to go, but that she was horrified and too scared to leave. I told my friend I'd be right there and told D-Bag that I had an emergency and would be leaving. It was a slow night and I wasn't needed anyway, but he freaked out and tried to physically stop me, demanding to know my emergency. I tried to sidestep it, but eventually told him what had happened to my friend. He burst out laughing in my face and told me that was hilarious and not an excuse to leave. I told him to go to hell and shoved past him. He told me I couldn't leave and I said, watch me. I went outside and burst into tears and called my boss and told him I quit after explaining what had happened. A few months later, I was working at my new job and a former co-worker came in and said they had some news for me. Apparently, two police officers showed up at my old workplace and served papers to D-bag. He had been stalking a girl for the last five years and it had started when she was 14 or 15. He had finally committed the unspeakable act against her. In conclusion, Creep gets hired at work, laughs about the unspeakable act, I hate him, and I quit. He gets charged with the stalking and unspeakable act against a teenage girl. I always had a weird feeling about my stepdad. He always made me uncomfortable and I always felt like he was watching me. He would make comments about my body and my wardrobe, causing me to feel insecure and watch what I wore around him. When I saw my mum, she would say things like, he's old fashioned or he's just looking out for you. My mum had gone out to the country to visit family, leaving my stepdad, myself and my older brother to take care of the house. One night, my brother went to a party, and I stayed home because I worked early the next morning, but left my bedroom door open so I could hear my brother come home and make sure he made it safe. Instead, my stepdad decided to crawl under my bed and try to commit the unspeakable act against me. It was one of the scariest moments of my life. I pushed him off and ran to the bathroom. I was so freaked out, I just grabbed my work clothes and went to the car and drove off to a random neighborhood and slept in my car. My mum found out a year later because I told my older brother, but she's never talked to me about it. And she's still with him, too. When I told my brother, we gathered all the money we'd been saving up and moved out a month later. I'm blessed to have a brother who loves me and took me out of a bad place. He's been one of my support systems through all this. As for me, I'm in therapy to deal with my trauma, and I feel like I'm getting better. A year ago, I wouldn't have been able to type all of this out. I worked for a call center a few years ago, and there was a guy that sat at the desk across from me. He was about 40 to 50 and was not married. I'm young enough to be his daughter. He would do anything to talk to me. Come by my desk, run into me in the break room, get in the elevator with me. It was excessive, but never threatening at first. He started to say inappropriate things about my outfits. I never wore anything overly provocative, but I figured he was just an awkward dude that did not know how to flirt. I just brushed him off time and time again, but something was definitely off about him. At one point, the secretary came up to me and asked if he was bothering me, and I told her what had been happening. Turns out he did this with only blonde women at the office. He was notorious for creeping them out. It started small, but then he would slowly transition into propositioning them for adult fun times and offering to pay for it. Knowing this, I avoided him altogether. I would pretend he was not there even if he was talking to me directly. I would catch him staring at me, but he backed down a lot after he realized that I wouldn't give in. One day, I came into work and he was gone. Desk was cleared off, totally empty. He apparently had sent another blonde woman a bunch of flowers and followed her out into the parking lot where she got off work. He had parked his car right next to hers and tried to force her into his car to go home with him, but she got away. He was fired and escorted off the property the next day by the police. I'm not sure why he had decided to come back or why he wasn't arrested sooner, but he was caught at work and removed. Nothing too eventful, but it is scary knowing that it could have been me that he forced into his car. A neighborhood kid I grew up with liked to play with matches and was fascinated with fires of any kind. It made me nervous because a sort of wild look came over his eyes when he'd stare into the fire he had created. I even told my parents who mentioned it to his parents, who thought it was just a phase he was going through. Then a few years later, it was reported that he burned his parents' garage down and was being charged with arson and clinically treated for pyromania. When I used to work at a deli, we hired a 20-something kid that looked like the serial killer Ed Kemper, sans the moustache. At first, he would amuse us by telling us stories about how he'd fought off eight guys with weapons, or how his girlfriend was a model who travelled all the time, and that's why we never saw her. Then things started getting bad, especially when someone angered him. I would catch him talking to himself, saying things like, If I see that B-word again, I'm going to stick this in both our eyes. Management got wind of this and canned his butt immediately. 10 months later, we find out he actually went to prison for attempting to assault someone with a knife. In college, my best friend met a lady in one of her AG classes. The lady was super weird. I remember her having this huge vendetta against the university because they wouldn't let her use handicapped parking spaces when she had no proof she needed them. This lady is the reason I google the crap out of new people now because I looked her up and found an article that she was a serial animal hoarder and mistreater. That was from the year before we met her, and she would be the feature of similar articles in the future. This was at the start of our second semester there. If you search her name, plus Cat Lady, there are a bunch of new stories starting in 2003. It looks like the last updates were in 2016. In conclusion, Best Friend makes new friend who turns out to be an animal hoarder with dead cats in her freezer. Not me, but my wife. She's a teacher and had an elementary student who creeped her out from day one. He was manipulative, always trying to get his work done by copying other students' papers, and generally just a little odd. Partway through the school year, his mum had a manic depressive episode and sadly took her own life. Two years later, the student blew part of his hand off, making a pipe bomb. A year after that, he was also left unsupervised with a kindergarten-aged student who, who ironically, my wife would also later have as a student and horribly mistreated her. He's in juvie now, though he should be out before he's 17. I was so young that I don't remember, but my dad has told me this story. My uncle had a roommate when I was about three years old. He was apparently a pretty nice dude on the surface, friendly, and didn't at all appear creepy to my dad or uncle that he lived with. Once, my dad and uncle expressed wanting to go somewhere that wasn't appropriate for me, and the guy offered to babysit. I was a very sweet and quiet kid, but upon my dad saying he'd be back in a little bit and I was going to stay with this man for a few hours, I apparently threw an absolute crap storm, kicking, screaming, and refusing. And even at three, this was absolutely not normal behavior. My dad was really confused, but changed his mind and did not leave me with him. And only weeks later, my uncle discovered the man in question had a history of prison time for possessing indecent material containing minors and attempted kidnapping.